So today I'm having another podcast with my husband. Yay! Anyway, we're going to talk about brisket. Texas brisket is probably the best brisket in the world. We know it is. <laughs> you you yeah. have put a lot of time into learning I have, how to do it. I have ruined a lot of briskets. Yeah, I've I've <laughs> I've made some 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 okay ones and some horrible ones you know you always hear the term low and slow well that's you know uh, well and and i've heard people have said uh you know that i guess what we want to talk about today is everything from selecting selecting a brisket in the store to find one that's going to be uh decent and trimming and yeah, so when you when you select a brisket, number one, you're you're looking at it as far as how much. Uh, well, okay, let wait. Let me back up. There's there's several different lever levels. Uh, you know, there's there's the packer, there's the packer type trim, brisket, packer trim, which is just got all the fat on it, fat everywhere. The cheapest one. The cheapest one. Then there's uh, then there's one where the what do they call that? Deckle like, fat what, removed. And, yeah, and they call it a trimmed brisket, mm-hmm. you know. So that one's had a lot of fat removed, and they leave, they're supposed to leave a certain amount, and then they they, they take off this, what they call the deckle fat, which is which is on one side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the premium one. Then there's the premium, you know, grade A, uh, USDA, blah, 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 super expensive. That's had most... Quite a bit of the that's fat. That's probably had too much fat taken off, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, and true, you know, you got to remember if you're buying the Packer trim, you're, you're paying for all this fat that you're going to end up cutting off and, and, and trashing before you even really start. So your, your best, your best uh, bang for your buck is to get a trimmed one. Trim it to your liking. Uh, you know, it's, it's been said you want, you know, between an eighth and a, eighth and a quarter inch fat left on. Um, because you want that fat to keep it moist, right? Right, to render render into the meat and, and to help help protect the meat. You know, the fat acts as an insulator, so it'll it'll keep the meat from burning and all that good stuff. When you're oh, yeah, in yeah, the yeah. store, yeah. While you're in the store and and you're looking at them, uh, pick up a brisket and see if you can bend it in half. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually, the 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 briskets with the least amount of of that hard fat and all that other stuff in them uh, will be quite flexible. Let's, oh, go ahead. Well, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about rubs. Uh, you know, okay. if, if you go on the internet and, and look up brisket rub, barbecue rub, oh man, alive! There's 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 a, a million of them. Yeah, everybody and their everybody and their brother has some special rub that they like. And, uh, you know, some are store-bought, some are concocted at home. And we've tried all of them. And we've, we've tried a bunch of them, you and know. And they're all pretty similar. Yeah, a lot of them have, you know, your, your cayenne pepper and, and, and salt and pepper. Some and of them have meat tenderizer. Meat tenderizer. Some of them have MSG. Uh, you know, there's, there's tons of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can, but you don't have to spend all that money. Well, I'll tell you, I, like I said, I'll just tell you how I do it because that's, you know, and 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 I guess what got me on this kick was watching some videos of that uh, that fellow uh, Aaron Franklin. 
up there in Austin at Franklin's Barbecue that they say people will wait literally all day. Very famous place. You can look it up yeah, online. All day long in a line outside uh, waiting to get in to get some brisket. And, you know, he only makes so much. And when it's gone, it's gone. And this, that, and the other. Anyway, super famous place. So I saw, I saw a video where he was talking about brisket preparation and stuff. And he talked about what he put. So I thought, well, heck, I'll try that. You Which know? we have never had the pleasure of eating Franklin's. Right. Yeah. Could. <laughs> because, you know, it's in Austin and they say that it sells out and you got to wait in line for hours. Yeah, and, and I'm not a big waiter, so. Oh, and also burned down, but then they rebuilt it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay, you usually use like a salt and pepper. Yeah, I, I use a salt, a straightforward, just as simple as can be, uh, cracked black pepper and kosher salt and franklin said he liked his 50 50. i found that for me and my family that uh, we liked it more of 60 40 a little less salt a little more on the pepper side um, but you can you can adjust and tweak it however you like you know find what works for you and you you like the coarse salt and the coarse pepper well yeah coarse uh, you know coarse uh, kosher salt and and the in the course yeah cracked black pepper or whatever mm -hmm. um so anyway so you mix up your you mix up your simple rub he mixes it together and he puts it I, back he, into a shaker yeah i have an old shaker or something i use and then you know basically shake that stuff all over the meat yeah uh, you don't have to put it on uh super super heavy and you do that after you trim the fat yeah correct um I don't put it on super heavy. I mean, I've seen people really, really ladle it on there, but I don't put it on that heavy. I mean, I cover it, but, but I'm not like, you know, building some big cake on there. Um, but that's literally, that's literally all the prep that I do, uh, you know, and I usually take care of that. Mm -hmm. Do you while get that, I, yeah, while the fire's yeah, going. Yeah, while I get the fire going and, and I have the fire going, and, you know, getting my pit. Now, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about pits everybody everybody has you know a different pit uh uh and and i guess a big part of of being a success with your brisket is knowing your pit knowing how to you know it's very important to try to maintain a, a specific temperature for a brisket which is anywhere between 225 to 250 let's say that it seems to be the the, so the, tell the them, explain number. to them the, the type of pit that you're talking about. Well, I just use a, a simple barrel type pit. And I, I, my fire is at one end and the meat goes on at the other. So it's indirect heat. Okay. Um, you, you, I've seen briskets done on so a, you're not on talking a Weber. About, yeah. I mean, uh, or, or a big and offset smoker. you can do smoker. that, but. Yeah, sure you can. You really sure. need. I mean, it's best if the fire is not underneath the meat. Right. I mean, if you have an offset smoker, that's that's you know great too, uh, uh, and and that's what most people have. I just don't don't have that right now. Um, the the uh, like I say, knowing your pit and and maintaining. You don't want a bunch of spikes in temperature. You don't want to walk off and leave it and come back and oh hey, it's only a hundred degrees or something. You know. So and, he, okay. Let me just tell little truth here he will wake up at you know anywhere from 6 6 a.m yeah. maybe 5 a.m yeah. 
and he will start this process on a weekend morning. Yeah. And he will get the fire going, and he'll get the meat prepared. You usually have it on by early about, by because about this is an all-day process. Just six, so you six, know, six. Uh, what? You usually have it on by about six or seven, something like that. Mm -hmm. And you know, a lot yeah, of unless we oversleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now a lot of people, a lot of people will. Uh, you know, we'll, you know, oh man, I, I, I smoke a brisket for 16 hours. There's restaurants that do it for 16 hours and that's fantastic, uh, and great like that. But I found that I didn't have to spend, you know, that long, that much time to come out with a decent break, uh, a decent, uh, brisket. Um, it seems like for, for mine, um, it's usually about usually about eight hours on the pit maybe maybe nine you know if it's a big if it's a big thicker uh brisket heavier one and we're talking about like what's your what's your calculation for the timing what do you oh oh something per pound yeah usually say an hour per pound but i haven't found that to. it doesn't always take I, that yeah, long i haven't found that to work as any kind of hard and fast rule uh you use the thermometer yeah, as your you tool you. for timing. Yeah, that yeah, and and as long Tell as them it what takes. Kind of thermometer, thermometer you as use. long as it takes, it takes. Okay, yeah, I bought a, you know, it's it's a it's a cheapy about twenty something bucks at Wally World, that um, is a is a remote one. You can, it has a base that will stay with the pit and a probe that you can stick in the meat, and then other pieces handheld. You can take it in the house and. You know, sit in your easy chair and watch watch the temp of your meat. You know that's uh, uh, but uh, and I don't use that right off the bat. I mean, you you have a small like oven. Yeah, I have oven an old yeah have an old oven oven thermometer. I, I the set pit. on I set on the grate. Yeah, yeah, inside the the grill. Mm -hmm. And you come out every thirty minutes. Yeah, because and check my, the temperature. Well, and that's only because this particular pit that I'm using seems to need need to be kind of babysat every half hour or so if I want to keep the temperature really consistent. And what so, do you do every well, thirty I'll minutes? Well, I'll just I'll just come out and add you know, uh, you know, five six chunks of charcoal and and a few little wood chips. Now. Uh, that's another point is, uh, everybody likes, you know, okay. You want smoke. Okay. You don't want too much smoke. Um, that's, you know, um, uh, we, we have found that for us, uh, we like hickory. Um, there's, you know, of course, hickory chips. Yeah. There's pecan. There's all kinds of wonderful woods you can, you can apple use. Apple wood. Sure. Uh, mesquite, uh, mm -hmm. all that, um. But we um, like hickory. We we found that hickory was the favorite flavor for us. Um, it, it's not really super overpowering and strong, and lets the meat lets the meat flavor come through. And that's another that's another point about going with a simple salt and pepper rub is is it that those kind of rubs will really let the meat flavor shine through. Um, you know, I've, I've found in the past when I rubbed them with all the fancy red, you know. Seasonings. Specialty brisket seasonings. seasonings. It 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 kind of you know canceled out some of the meat flavor. You know, and you know we're we're beef eaters. We we like meat, so we found the salt and pepper worked for us. Um, 
And it does make a... And the smoke. Yeah. Yeah. Between that and the hickory, uh, I just buy hickory chips and and throw in when I'm, when I'm, you know, putting my charcoal or something, you know, stoking the fire or whatnot. I throw in, you know, uh, you know, five, ten little pieces of wood chip. Uh, now, it's important, too, to note that that uh, if you, as you're smoking a brisket, num- number one, you don't want to, you don't want this billowing cloud of smoke coming out of the pit. Uh, that's going to end up making it bitter. You know, it should it should be just a wisp of you know mm-hmm. whitish blue smoke is all you should really see. So uh, you kind of add your chips accordingly so that you're not uh, uh, over smoking it, but uh, but also. Uh, uh, it is. It has been, I guess, scientifically proven or whatnot that uh, after about four hours, uh, can't a, take in anymore. A, a piece of meat is only gonna is it, it will will have taken in all the smoke it's going to. And, okay. And if you were to keep smoking it like that, smoke, 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 it it doesn't it doesn't help it. It doesn't do so anything. So you're just wasting your chips. Kind of yeah, kind of wasting your time. Okay, so. Uh, Tell us what temperature do you prefer to keep it at? Well, like mine usually runs around 250. I want to say usually around 250. Okay. Um, and that's on the that's reading the little you know uh, uh, the oven thermometer the oven thermometer that's sitting on the grate. Uh, and I'll smoke it like that for for about four hours. And usually after about four hours is when I'll stick the probe in it. And usually when I do put the probe to it i'll be somewhere in the you know between 145 to 160 depending on the day right (laughs) and and the thickness of the meat and all that good stuff um okay typically when you're when you're slow cooking a brisket there'll come a point what they call the stall where the meat will get to around 150 to 160 degrees and it'll just seem to stay there it, it 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 won't you know you'll just keep cooking it you'll just keep cooking it and it'll just stay there and you think man this thing's never going to cook it'll stay you at know? the same temperature yeah the meat won't go over about 160 so they it call stalls that out. the stall now okay and then all of a sudden well 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 then it could it, it could get it past the stall okay some people will just you know can you can just keep keep on cooking it if you have the time if you have the time, you just keep right on cooking it. Don't raise the temp or anything. Just keep on. Eventually, it'll get past the stall. Which is probably what they do in a restaurant. May well be. Now, I do what is called the Texas Crutch, which is which is uh, wrapping it in tinfoil. So when I get to the stall, let's say I get to 160 and... Maybe even 170. I, you know, I might have had it on there between four and five hours. Um, I go ahead and put uh, double thickness heavy duty foil, you know, and and put two layers. And now, and that requires usually ha- requires constructing some large sheets. Yeah, of foil. Yeah, usually you have to to wrap you, like, two of them together to make of, it you know, big enough. Yeah, you know they don't. And, they make the dang foil. Big usually enough. the wind is blowing. Oh yeah, and <laughs> and, and, I have and, to come outside. Yeah, usually there's a, there's usually, and hold the foil down yeah, so it doesn't blow away. <laughs> usually a lot of fussing and yelling and 
and that kind of stuff at that point. Yeah, that's but a, we, critical. We, yeah. we get the <laughs> we get the meat off of the grill. Yeah, in, onto it, the foil. Set on it the on the picnic, foil on the table that we have in our in our carport. Yeah, then wrap it up, double layer, tight, nice and tight. Then stick it back on the grill and back then, on the grill. And it then goes. and then stick the probe back. It's in. the probe in there. I usually put the probe in the fattest or the thickest part of the meat, which is the the point end. Uh, I'll I'll stick it in there through the tin foil, obviously, and um, go back to go back to maintaining temp and 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 let it keep going. Now, what'll happen when it's wrapped in foil is it does two things. It will it will push it past the uh, stall quite easily, uh, and it will also shorten the cooking time. So, usually after the, the four or five hours, okay, uh, it, it has developed a nice bark. You know, the, uh, the, the black pepper and salt makes a, a, a dang nice-looking bark, um, and, it, and it's really presentable-looking at that point. So, wrap it up. And some people will put liquid in with the foil when they wrap it up. I, I never do that because I, when, when I have tried that before, I basically ended up with something that tasted more like roast when I got when I unwrapped it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it was, roast beef. It, 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 it's like it, it, took, away, it took away the smoky flavor or yeah, something. It, it, well, it steamed it. It just, yeah. it just steamed the heck out it of it. It changed the texture. Yeah. And it was more like roast. So, yeah, which we don't want roast. We yeah. Want so I found that if I just wrapped it, no juice. Brisket's supposed to be kind of firm. And well, and I let the I let the you know its own fat do. If there was going to be any steaming or anything, I wanted it to be the fat, not some other liquid that I've added. So, and and I've never had a trouble with them being dry that way. Uh, that's that's another good thing about foil is is it will keep it from being dried out. Um, you know, if you were to cook one for 10, 10 hours plus on the pit, you run the risk of drying the meat out. So We've done that before. Yeah, you'd have to have a pan of water and all this good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with the foil, I don't have to worry about that. So once it's wrapped in foil, I, I just, you know, maintain my temp and come out and peek at the, see what the internal temp of the meat is. I set the alarm for 195 degrees, and it, it's it's been said that something magical happens at 195 degrees to, <laughs> to, to brisket. And, and what, what happens is, at that temp, it starts to break down the connective tissue in the meat, mm. and that's when the... Making you, me hungry. Well, that's when it starts making it that, you know, that the tender, perfect, the perfect yeah, texture. fork tender, melt-in-your-mouth kind of brisket that you always want. Uh, so, I, now when it gets to when it gets to 195, I don't just go and pull it off and say, "Hey, it's done." Uh, there's one final step. Well, there's actually there's more than that. Uh, but once it's at 195, uh, I'll let it ride at that for at least a half hour. Then I'll do the poke test, and the poke test poke is test. <laughs> is i take the, the i take the probe the temp probe and i'll poke it in several places on the brisket from one end to the other and what i'm looking for is is how firm the meat is okay uh, what i'm looking for is the the 
the, the probe should go through the meat like a, uh, with no more resistance than, than a knife through hot butter. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it should be Just very, go right through. It should be very easy. Uh, if, you, if you have a bunch of resistance, then, Give it a little more time. Let it go. Yeah. So sometimes, uh, you know, they'll run and they'll be 200, 205, something like that. They'll get up that high, which is fine. It's not going to hurt it any. Um, but you just have to wait. Come back another 30 minutes. Poke test it again. And, you know, after a little while, you like I say, usually for me, it's it's in the eight eight to nine hour mark. Uh, it it will It will feel, you know, soft. And uh, at that point, uh, I get an old uh, cooler, uh, you know, igloo cooler or whatnot, and uh, a couple old beach towels, and I'll take the brisket out, still wrapped, of course, uh, and, and wrap, wrap it up in towels wrap, and put it in the cooler. Yeah, wrap it up two, two layers. And let it sit in there for an hour. Or more than that. Uh, mm-hmm. Usually usually two. If, if you got two hours, you Depending can leave it in Depending on how hungry we all yeah, are. Yeah. <laughs> but... Yeah. Can we eat it now? So, is so the brisket ready? So wrap it up in the in the towels, put it in the cooler, shut the lid, set it in the kitchen or wherever, and just let it sit. And what happens then is is yes, yes, it's it's gonna slowly cool down, but there in the beginning it's actually still cooking. You know, it is still still cooking mm-hmm. uh, in that time when it's wrapped up and, and it will still be quite hot which is and this is this is something that amazed me that after two hours like that when i take it out unwrap it unwrap the foil the meat is always super hot and yeah, steam is still coming always out. burns your fingers yes it's 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 very hot so but that that period also they say that as it does cool down a certain a bit uh it does tend to draw juice back into the meat and since it was wrapped in foil the juice can't get away so it's there to uh, to go back in if it wants or whatever it does, but but anyways, and and then you know of course uh, slice it up and and chow take, down, take man. Your, <laughs> take your pictures. Take your pictures. Yeah, your Facebook for uh, picture social of Social yeah. media, you know, Instagram, and, yeah, Facebook. Have make a, everybody jealous. Yeah, cool smoke ring and everything. <laughs> well, I I I'm a witness to the fact, and I will vouch for the fact that he he has achieved brisket master well, level well i no i wouldn't say that i would say what i've achieved is some consistency is i uh, finally got it down to he's, where he's i can do humble. it no i can do it to where it's it's consistently good we know what to expect and it's going to be about the same every time so that took the longest time to get down for well, me for we, me we eat at barbecue places that are considered really really good and my husband's barbecue or his brisket is just as good as professional smokers. And, and better than some. And sometimes better. <laughs> we've, <laughs> we've had a few duds, but yeah. he, he, and, and, he really and has... Were expensive if duds. You, if you follow this method, you won't go wrong. I mean, if you follow this method and, and you know, maybe look up the Franklin method... To well, you know, he, get more uh, specifics. Uh, Aaron Franklin you, you does offer a wrong. lot of great videos on on brisket. He really does. He really does. And he does a thing called a master class where I think you pay mm. and you see can, you're getting this for free. Yeah, yeah. But but you he are did. getting you're going to learn from the experts here <laughs> for free. <laughs> but we're going to take a short break here. Okay.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna Wrap summarize <laughs> this. Yeah. Okay, so so pick a good brisket, uh, get your rub down, get your fire going. I I I neglected to say in the beginning that I use charcoal, uh, which you know some people may poo poo. Oh, you got to use real wood. Nah, nah, nah. I use charcoal because it's easy. Kingsford. And it's it's easy and it's... Don't buy the cheap it's, stuff. It's consistent. Yeah, it's pretty consistent. It'll burn up too fast. Yeah. But, uh, you know, get your wood. Uh, you know, get your favorite beverage and get ready to hang around by the pit. You know, uh, uh, when I could run, I would go, I would go run... Uh, I would go run a mile or two in between coming back and checking the pit. You know, there has been many a days when I ran around the property and, you know, would do, uh, you know, uh, six miles or something or whatever. And, and while I was uh, while I was cooking, which that was always fun, because, you know, as you're running around the yard and you sm- you start smelling the brisket cooking, man, that <laughs> <laughs> drive you crazy, you know. But uh, yeah, there was two two occasions when. I ran a six-hour race at at home. I ran for six hours while he smoked a brisket. No, no. Oh, it was a a pork butt. It was a pork butt. It was a pork butt. Yeah. But he he was smoking a pork butt while I was running for six hours as part of a training for a 100-miler. I I made her, while she was running, I made her a medal that said... uh, first ever smoking butt boogie or something <laughs> and when she came up from getting done i presented her with a medal and you should have seen her face that was great that was a lot of fun <laughs> that was a pretty awesome day but yeah uh smoking pork and beef is is and sausage and sometimes chicken but it's been a while since we've done chicken yeah. done chicken but yeah we do like to smoke some meat around these here parts sure Sure. And uh, <laughs> eat it for a few days. <laughs> yeah, can't go wrong. I mean, we can, we can uh, put, you know, we can eat most of a, of a ten to twelve pound brisket in one day well, with our if, family. That's if the yeah, all the boys are here. You bet. If the yeah, if everybody's here, or maybe a couple extra people, we can sure. eat the whole thing. But. <laughs> Uh, we love to eat it mixed in with some potatoes uh, in a pan. Uh, oh well, or, or have uh, what hash? If, if you make well, or if you but if you make uh, potato salad and beans and yeah, but I'm talking know. about the oh. leftovers. Oh, the leftovers, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. hash, yeah, brisket hash or or brisket with uh, scrambled eggs is pretty uh, pretty awesome stuff. Makes some great tacos, that's for sure. Yes, it's it doesn't. It doesn't usually go to waste. Yeah, uh, it's usually not around that long. So. Yeah, so <laughs> we don't worry about having too much. <laughs> but yeah, I, I hope everyone has um, learned something new today, and, and I hope you have success. I hope you, I hope you uh, uh, can can 
you know, find what works for you and and just remember it's going to it's going to take time. Be patient like he said. Yeah, yeah. And you know, check it. Make sure your temperature is staying at the right temperature. I, I probably have a tendency to to bird dog the pit a little too much, you know, more than maybe I should, but I don't know, it's just I enjoy it. I enjoy the process. Well, you so. don't want it to get too yeah. uh, cool. Right, right. Or right. it doesn't cook fast yeah, enough. Yeah. Or you don't want it to be too hot because then it cooks too fast. Yeah, then it's then it's tough. So. Yeah, so it, there's definitely an art to it, but it, the the product is is a real, uh, re, you know, reward. reward. You bet, yeah. So it, it's worth it. And, and if you have a big enough pit, you could easily do more than one at a time if oh, you're sure. having a party or something. Sure, sure you could. And uh, Well, there again, it's back to knowing your pit, you know, knowing, you know, maintaining your fire and all that good stuff. I mean, there was a time before he learned how to do this so well that we were actually buying briskets. Yeah, yeah, we bought from a some guy of, that we knew. Yeah, yeah, bought some from that fellow Reuben. Yeah, we we this this guy we knew from Facebook was Ruben we bought Galvan briskets from him like a like whole brisket for like fifty bucks or, or something. sixty bucks. It was sixty bucks. And, and they he were, would deliver. He would yeah. deliver to Belleville, and we'd go pick it up. And it was it, and good. It was good brisket. But yeah. but yours are every bit as good. And well, I, I was learning. You know, I was mm-hmm. learning, and I was seeing what he was doing, and. You know, you know. I mean, uh, I so, mean, if, so if I can, so if I can help somebody uh, jump ahead a few steps yeah. <laughs> and not take so many years to get it down, that's what yeah. I'm I mean, do. <laughs> the, wrapping it in foil at the stall and then getting it up to 195 and then putting it in the cooler, all that stuff. It's really not optional. I mean, you really need to do those those steps to get this quality. Yeah, you get a you get a good product. Yeah. I mean, otherwise, you know, it's going to be tough or it's going to be dry and you're going to be disappointed and you're going to be like, what did I do wrong? (laughs) Well, you left out a step. (laughs) So, you know, if you're going to spend, you know, 50 bucks on a chunk of meat, you know, you don't want it to to turn out badly. Yeah. So take your time and do it right. And everybody will praise you and say, ooh. This is the best brisket I ever had. Will you make me one? And then you say, yeah, for a price. Oh, okay. Okay, well, thanks for listening today to Blue Skies and Green Pastures. And uh, check back with us again, and we'll have more more Texas cooking one of these days. There you go. And thanks for for all your uh, expertise. Well, thanks. I hope it helps somebody. That would be awesome. message I'd like to share with you. How are you doing? Are you feeling okay about your life, 
about the world? Do you have hope? Do you feel loved? Do you know God? God knows you. God made you. And he wants to be in fellowship with you. And the only way that you can have that close fellowship with God is to know Jesus, his son. Jesus came to the world and and died on the cross for our sins so that we could be reconciled to God. And if you can believe that, if you can believe that there's a God who made you and that he loves you and that he made a way for you for your sins to be forgiven so that you can be with him in heaven and in the kingdom, then then you're then you will be forgiven and you will have a new life with the Holy Spirit living inside of you. So I just pray that you will accept Jesus today. Thanks for listening.